Welcome to the Knife Journal Podcast, the real episode 77. Well, if you're one of the millions who own one of them gas-drinking, piston clanking, air-polluting, smoke-belching, four-wheeled buggies from Detroit City, then pay attention. I'm about to sing your song, son. listened to that the other day, yeah. and, I, and I was like, oh, wrong one. Jim and I are uh, working on my hoop. Uh, that's a whole story we can get into. Uh, the power steering pump uh, crapped out in uh, on the way from Green Bay to here. Immediately after, the water pump blew up and sent the fan into my radiator. Yeah. <laughs> One thing after another. Okay, so you're going to have to loosen your alternator, I think, or your air, wherever you're... So this is uh, probably another podcasting world first. A knife show done uh, in the midst of hoopty repair. We've got uh, wrenches out. Trying to get the... Yeah, trying to find the right size wrench. So today... I decided to wear a belt knife. I've got the uh, Schrade Sharp Finger. Ooh, cool. The classic uh, knife carried by Sonny Barger, the uh, <laughs> Hell's Angel guy. <laughs> you can get them for like five bucks or something on Amazon. It's not five, but it's damn cheap. Yeah, but they're. Uh, this is a loose knife right there. What size is that? What size is that? It's smaller. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. <laughs> yeah, so uh, one of these days, I might buy a whole bunch of these sharp fingers just for the sheath, and then make like a good version of the sharp finger. <laughs> well, you know what's funny about that? The uh, um, that knife is now Schrade is making that, and it's it's they're not they don't do a. You gotta push down. On that. Yeah, let me work it. Uh, so you were saying. Um, God damn. Oh, it's got to go up, Beavis. Yeah, well. There we go. Hey, um. <laughs> Holy crap, that's stuck. Not going up? Either that or it's my little spaghetti limbs. That could be. Since I lost my bass. Here. God damn. Here, here, here. So Jim uh, prefers to really uh, hurt myself. Hurt himself and. And use muscle instead of... Uh, you're pushing the wrong way there. Am I? Yeah. I'm trying to tighten it up so righty, I can loosen it. Okay. Righty, tighty, lefty, loosey. It's been, been the bane of my existence since the beginning of time. Oh, son of a baboo. I told you. Maybe if we just tap it with a hammer, it'll be like an impact wrench. Baboo! So, the story of the hoopty is... This is a 1981... Ford F-150 Ranger package. So it's a brown uh, two-tone, it's brown and cream colored hoopty. Uh, I traded the, uh, if, if you've seen on Versteg Blades, uh, I traded the s prototype of the Slimline Hunter for this truck. Um, because uh, my cousin was the owner of this truck, it was my grandpa's 
This is actually the truck that I learned to drive on. The uh, first vehicle I ever actually drove besides a snowmobile and a riding lawnmower. And so my cousin had uh, had it and he was just dying to get one of my knives. And I said, well, I'll trade you. And so I ended up trading him uh, the prototype for the Slimline Hunter for this. So he's got a real nice knife to for whatever he's going to use it for. I don't think he's much of a hunter. Uh, but ever since then, I've replaced almost every part on this car except the engine because everything was just neglected and bad. First thing I did was replace the starter, then the exhaust from the catalytic converter back, then the air conditioner pump, uh, thermostat housing three times because I kept breaking it. The uh, thermostat, the thermostat send gauge, like just all kinds of crap. Thermostat sending unit? Yeah, that's it. It's on the, and that's actually kind of hard to get to, believe it or not. I think we should just tap it with a hammer. Oh, you got it. Of course I got it. Are you kidding? Famous last words, eh? So that's the tensioner there? I think that that's how that works, yes. It doesn't seem to be detensioning it at all. No, but this one will. Oh, if you do the both of them? Yeah. You gotta loosen that one up and then you gotta get the other one. Yeah. So, on the way here, uh, oh, there it goes. There's a little tension. Yeah. So, I, I hauled my uh, band trailer uh, with uh, loaded with a uh, motorcycle and a collection of firearms and ammunition all the way up through uh, the UP and when we got to Green Bay everything was fine started out at Green Bay in the morning and ended up uh, <laughs> all hell broke loose by, by Cabela's all of a sudden I my car started squealing and I'm like rut row so I got on the radio and radioed my wife and uh, was coming up to the Cabela's exit Did you then, say breaker breaker good buddy you got a gas leak right there Gas leak. Yeah, clamp right there. Okay, maybe we'll buy a hose clamp. Yeah. So uh, anyway, the uh, long story short, I heard a bang and smoke started coming out, and I was at the Cabela's off ramp. Went down the off ramp, lost power steering, lost everything. You were in a survival situation. I was with a huge truck pulling a uh, trailer. And then uh, finally got off, pulled around the thing, and the thing just died. Then uh, we called a tow truck. This was Memorial Day, of course. And the tow truck operator was like a real cool dude. If you go to Versteg Blades, I've got his like name and everything on there. And uh, the what happened was the water pump, the bearing in it just froze, and it threw the fan into the radiator. So then, had to leave the uh, truck at a mechanic shop in Green Bay. I need to go one bigger. And uh, got it fixed. Went back later in the week with Jim. Picked up the hoopty. And on the way from there to here, the power steering pump started making noise. So we're replacing that. So, lots of drama with this, but... Um, since I've replaced almost everything now, it might be good for a while, 
And I think what I might do is my new next door neighbor has a uh, uh, body shop, and I may um, bring this over to him and have him uh, redo some of the rusty spots and make it look sharp again. So I wasn't planning on doing a full restore on this, but I think that's how it's going to end up. So did you happen to notice the uh, the post this morning about, or maybe it was last night, about the top ten? Oh, yeah, that, those survival blogs, they don't... Well, it kind of cracks me up because I think people miss the whole point of the of the of that situation. Yeah. It, it truly is a okay. So let's talk about it. What Wait, it was. Just just a second. If if you want to find it so you can follow this at home. Right. Uh, what it was was some some blog on the internet that yeah, the guy know. has like an Amazon Associates account and. Uh, he, he puts out his list of, like, top ten survival knives and what to look for in them. And, like, one or two of them actually met Meet the criteria. criteria. <laughs> the rest That's of what, them are all, like, tanked. That's what I thought, too. And uh, anytime you put together a list like that, it's going to be controversial and generate clicks. So well, probably this guy is going to do pretty well on... The, the thing that bothers me about it is that is the term survival knife. I, I really have a hard hey, time with hey, survival knife. I think we should put a pan under there, don't you think? Why, do you think it's going to leak? Yeah, because that thing is full of... Uh, but uh, anyway, you can go to the Bark River Knives uh, page and you can see the top ten survival knives. And, like, I, you know, there was a couple of them on there I agreed with. Like, I thought the K-Bar fighting knife definitely qualifies as no problem. I mean, well, you know what? what the what the problem with the whole thing is it didn't meet, it didn't meet the... Uh, he didn't meet his the, criteria. The criteria. But, but besides that fact, when you're looking at the quote-unquote survival knife, I have a problem with the, with the term. Yeah. With the term survival knife. Because if you're, if you're carrying a knife like that, you're, you're not, uh, you're, you're either going to war or you're going camping. Yeah. I mean, that's because if you're in the Andes, like I, I wrote in that post, Survival is crashing your plane in the Andes and eating your teammates. That's survival. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Trade sharp finger would make a great butcher knife exactly. in that situation. But that's, but that's my point. It's like, it's like hey, what, what are you actually what are you actually doing? Are you surviving or are you just camping? Yeah. You know? Well, and, and, you know, practicing your survival skills. Really? You eat your neighbor? You know, we, so anyway, this post was on there, and of course, anytime you post about top ten knife thing, you're gonna like enrage the knife world because everybody's got their favorite, and if you're if everybody's favorite isn't on there, you're gonna have trouble. Well, there are definitely definitely one that I thought was definitely deserved to be on the list, and that'd be the K-Bar fighting knife. It but, was. Yeah, I know, and so you know, I I'm trying to defend the guy because at least he included that. But then there's all this other crazy shit on there that, like, I don't know, like, what this guy's level of experience is, but well, I don't know. Well, okay, so so here's what... Here's maybe, what maybe he's... Maybe this guy actually, that's writing the blog actually is some sort of a genius, right? Well, he obviously wants to make money. Well, yeah. Who doesn't? Well, and that's the... That's the whole point. People get their shorts on a bunch over, my knife is not on the list. Well, guess what? Your your life isn't being sold on Amazon. Exactly. <laughs> you know, that's why it's not on the list. Yeah. 
You know, nobody's got a, a Amazon account. I still got to take this stupid thing off first. There it goes. Yeah, and so you know, it's you know, so so that's why it's if you have a blog, you have to pay for your server time and and all kinds of shit. Right. You know, so I don't fault them, and I, I actually have a associates account, and if I'm mentioning something and it's something I think is a good product, then then I'll actually link to it with that. So. You know, I can't really throw stones at him for that. No, but no, but the people read. I think but, this wheel is going to have to come off because that bolt is longer than. No, it'll fall down. Is the that bracket's open on the bottom? Oh, is it? Yeah. No, it's not. That's my son. He's got a truck just like this. Pretty close. A little bit so, bigger motor though. So how do we how do we get this off of here? What? Isn't he like a some sort of a crazy mechanic? Looks yeah. like you're getting it. Yes. It's in pretty good shape, though. Yeah. The rest well, of the truck. well, now the now everything except the engine block on this has been replaced. <laughs> so I think it, I think I've got quite a long time on this before I need to do anything else. Famous last words. Didn't I just say that driving from Green Bay to uh, mm -hmm. here to here? It didn't take you long to figure out that you need a fuel. Oh. Power Steve steering wheel. Hmm? So yesterday. I did another uh, two hours in the water. Uh huh. And a couple of guys were supposed to be there to help and take some of the stress off of me. One guy showed up, got all all suited up, took two steps down the ladder and said, "Fuck this," <laughs> and got back out. Pretty cold. I, I I'm not sure what his what his real problem was, but it was, he had some kind of issue. He didn't like. And it's, you know what, it's not, I mean, I don't fault him for, for, uh, for, for saying this is not for me, but he shouldn't have said this is for me to start with. Can you kind of wiggle out a little bit so I can, ouch, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> well, we've been to the, uh, hardware store here. And the guy from the witness protection program checked us out <laughs> and uh, hiding out up here in uh, Pelston, one of these situations. <laughs> and uh, as it turns out, you do have to take the pulley off. Um, yep. And so I, we, I had to buy a tool, which is fine. Um, you can never have too many tools. And I bought some hand cleaner because Jim didn't have any. Oh, you bought hand cleaner? Yeah, I did for you to keep. And then I bought some pea blaster. And then Jim spotted a leaky fuel hose, so I'm going to fix that. So uh, the repair worked. Yeah, it's dehooptified. <laughs> yeah. It is now op mission operational. All right. Power well, steering. Hmm? I said and the power steering works. And the power steering works. What's new in the knife world? Um, people at Blade right now are oh, yeah, yeah. Um, tweeting out, Blade is no fun without Noka. <laughs> That's funny. Uh-huh. Seriously. You weren't there the year I was there. Uh-uh. I was overseas, I think. Huh. Yeah, the, uh, um, I guess uh, Adam from uh, Equip to Endure tweeted out, first day of Blade is done. But it's not the same without Noka. <laughs> That's funny. Where is Noka? 
So maybe next year we'll yeah. go down and yeah, and meet up and. I don't even have to go to the show. I'd I'd like just, to just go and hang out at the just go and hang out in the pit. Yeah, that'd be fun. But yeah, but during the day nobody's there, so we might as well have show tickets. I bet you we could get in because of the podcast. I get I get a press pass. I get a press pass. Well, (coughs) but we were taking bets on what breaks next. Yeah. Steve thinks the U joints. Steve thinks the U joints. I'm thinking maybe upper and lower ball joints. But that's not a huge expensive thing, right? It's just a pain nightmare to do. Well, I'm not doing it. I'm going to have somebody else do it. <coughs> the simple stuff I can do, but not the... I don't want to be... Did you put that hose clamp on the gas? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool beans. So now you're going to get like eight miles a gallon now instead of three. <laughs> yeah, so now that the uh, gas isn't leaking out all over the ground. Yeah, because that was what was happening. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that bad, but it was It was leaking. I got to start working on the zombie. I got to drain yeah. the oil out of that. All right. Well, a day of uh, hoopty repairs and yep, yep, and uh, hot dogs. We went and got oh hot yeah, dogs. Okay. he's got a hot dog across the street from the guy that's in the witness protection program. <laughs> but, uh, I'm gonna tell him that. I'm gonna tell him that he thinks that uh, he thinks that Ron is in the witness protection program. <laughs> Maybe. Well, that's enough for now. Enough monkey business for now. We'll yep. talk to you soon. Yep. Bark River Knives offers the best combination of ultra-modern CNC components and old-world craftsmanship. All Bark River Knives are hand-convex ground and sharpened to perfect cutting geometry for the task they are designed to perform. Bark River Knives are available through our authorized dealers. Yeah, so uh, after, after the long weekend and the hoopty doopty <laughs> repair, yeah. So the the power steering repair was like flawless. It was awesome. I got the truck home, and uh, I let my wife drive the truck, and she uh, went to the recycling center or whatever. And on the way back, she like hit the brakes or something, and it started pulling like terribly to the right during braking, and. So I crowdsourced what I should do, and I settled on uh, checking the front brakes. Well, the problem was uh, someone at some point in time must have had a wheel bearing go bad or something like that on the right front. And in, in these particular vehicles, the rotor and the bearings are one and the same. The bearing mm-hmm. races are just pressed into the rotor. Mm-hmm. So if you replace the rotor, or if you replace the bearings and the rotors look bad, you might as well do that. And, of course, then you might as well replace the pads. Well, 
someone did that. Uh, so the right side had somewhat new um, rotor and pads, but the left side had uh, t- like probably OEM rotor. There was all these grooves all over it and pads that were like less than a quarter inch thick. So I think what was happening was when you stepped on the brakes, it pulled to the right because the right was grabbing a lot more effectively. Uh, so I spent uh, some time doing, replace the rotors, bearings, all that, and uh, now it's driving good. <clears throat> That's good. Yeah. See, those are the kind of cars I grew up with. That was common practice for us. We had, would, would be... Uh, uh, not an unusual weekend to spend the, spend the weekend putting new uh, rotors and well sometimes a spindle if the wheel bearing went out on it. Uh-huh. Um, those are that was common. We you know I mean I grew up driving sixties uh, and seventies and vintage cars. Um, yeah. So it's fun. A little different than what they have today. Pretty much everything is sealed bearings now on the front end. Now when you're when you got wheel bearings, you're replacing the whole hub. Hub assembly, they're like two hundred and eighty dollars or something like that, depending on the car. Yeah. But um, yeah, you know what? Lessons learned. You know, I mean, that's a that's a uh, uh, classic vehicle. They had been doing that for. I mean, think about how old that is. That thing's thirty five years old. Yeah. You know? Nothing wrong with that. So uh, back to knife news. Uh huh. I'm glad that that all worked out. By the way. Yeah, it's pretty nice. I'm you know. I'm pretty happy with it, you know. Uh, oh. Now the next thing I have to do is uh, I'm going to get the alignment checked because chances are it's maybe a little goofy. Although it drives straight down the road, uh, and I'm guessing that there's a chance that uh, one of the tie rods is bad or something. That's uh, another issue. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so um, knife news, yeah. knife news, knife news. So our network just, of just spies. Just fresh off the desk. Yeah, our, our <laughs> network of spies, which I assure you is uh, extensive, <laughs> has uh, given us some new news. I had heard about this the other day. Um, and uh, apparently, Lynn Thompson at Cold Steel is suing Columbia River Knife and Tool for making fucking folding knives. Well, maybe and, you should read, maybe you should, in the interest of fairness, maybe you should read the uh, um the well, press the, release. The, the press release. Because you're, you're putting an interpretation on it. So just read the press release, and then we can talk about what we think the press release means. Okay. Cold Steel Incorporated has sued Columbia River Knife and Tool, allegedly alleging that claims in Columbia River Knife and Tool's marketing materials are misleading consumers into purchasing folding knives that do not perform as advertised, and they could potentially expose consumers to the risk of injury. CRKT claims that several of its locking mechanisms within the current lineup are capable of converting a folding knife into a, quote, virtual fixed blade. Cold Steel's complaint, filed in federal court on June 3, 2015, alleges that this claim violates the federal Lanham Act and related to California state law. 
The claim alleged that this is an empty advertising slogan and Columbia River's folding knives cannot begin to match the strength of a fixed blade and that furthermore, those same knives will fail catastrophically when significant pressure is applied. Consumers are entitled to truthful information, said Cold Seal's president, Lynn C. Thompson. They need to be, they need to know what a knife can and can't do. We are a nation of people who use our knives. Responsible knife owners want to use their tools and they should be given the honest information about the performance, reliability, and safety they should expect. According to the complaint, CRKT statement relate to three locking mechanisms, the locks, the auto locks, and the LBS. CRKT's printed and online marketing materials include the statements, which include sliding the locks lever forward assures that the folder is a virtual fixed blade. Dot, 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 dot. Here's one too many dots. Integrated into the design is a patented lock safety, which effectively converts the knife into a virtual fixed blade, dot, dot, dot. Got it right that time. The auto locks lever moves forward whenever the blade is opened and the locked and locked to assure that the folder is a virtual fixed blade, dot, 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 dot. When the blade is open, locked, and the LBS is actuated, the knife becomes a virtual fixed blade and will not accidentally fold while in use. According to the complaint, these claims constitute representations that when pressure is applied to the knife in the open position and while the locking mechanism is engaged, the knife will have almost the same resistance to folding as if it, it was a fixed blade knife in one piece construction. Cold Steel's complaint goes on to state that Columbia River Knife and Tools locking mechanisms perform, quote, worse than many other comparably priced knives and far worse than lower cost knives manufactured by Cold Steel. The complaint and also alleged that Cold Steel is entitled to unspecified monetary damages caused by Columbia River Knife and Tools, blatant, blatantly false claims, and, quote, dishonest tactics about the strength of their knives. Cold Steel also seeks an injunction, treble damages, and attorney's fees. Hmm. For more for more information, email customer service at coldsteel.com. 1-800-255-4716. And you, too, can talk to customer service about this lawsuit. Hmm. Okay. okay. Well, So your interpretation is that Cold Steel is getting damaged from this? No. I, I have not. I haven't put anything on it. I'm, I'm going to tell you what I think so far. So far, I think that this is a typical cold steel slash Lynn Thompson ploy because sales might be a little softer than they should be. Uh, this is the kind of stuff that he does, has done. Um, another another uh, person that's known him for a long time said, uh, what are you going to say? Lynn is Lynn. You know, he, he, he was at the Blade Show this year. Which he was kind of self, he had imposed a self-imposed ban, uh, probably in 19, 
99. Okay. Um, and did you happen to catch a video that I sent you? Uh, of the ambush knives thing? No, 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 no. Of that, um, one of our other friends had taken during, uh, during the show when he was demonstrating the, uh, um, the usability and the effectiveness of a um, pike pole and a battle axe as a self-defense mechanism <laughs> at the show. Uh, what? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, they were, they. you know, it was like um, he was saying, whoop, you're dead. You know, he was like touching people with axes going, whoop, you're dead. Whoop, whoop. You're dead. That's going to be the new catchphrase, guys. Whoop, you're dead. Whoop, you're dead. Whoop, you're dead. <laughs> what? <laughs> I guess I would have to send you that video. It is absolutely a stitch. Whoop, you're dead. And uh, that's what he was saying the whole time. He was like swinging this battle axe around and touching people with it going, whoop, you're dead. Whoop, you're dead. So, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think it's ridiculous. I, I think the... Um, like I said, I think it's it's uh, uh, unfortunately for our industry, it's going to cost uh, Columbia River Knife and Tool um, money to, to defend this ridiculous claim. I mean, somehow or another, he thinks he's he's been hurt by this. <clears throat> well, that's the thing. You don't. I mean, I have an email out to uh, Skull and Brainy asking him if he thinks there's any kind of a you know any kind of a case here, but. I mean, well, I haven't heard back. There's, obviously, there's well, there's always a case there. Well, no, a- attorneys, I mean, attorneys will always, you know, if you've got enough money, you can sue anybody for anything. Yeah, you can sue them, but the thing is, is like, you know, you have to be, you have to be able to pretty much prove. No, you don't. That you, you don't had to, damages. Bullshit. Bullshit. How the hell? You tell me how that. Well, you can you can tie them up in court and cost them money, but like you actually getting damages, you still have to prove it, right? Well, you know, you know what what ends up happening is it's they end up saying it's cheaper to fucking just give you the money, and and walk away from it. Yeah, that's that's what ends up happening because it's going to cost a lot of money, and and uh, it's it's not worth fighting. I mean, this is this is so ridiculous. It's not, it's, I mean, I, it, I'd be embarrassed. I'd be, I'd be embarrassed to, to, to actually say something like what he just said, that, that somehow or another he's been damaged. You know what he's been damaged by? Going to fucking China and making every goddamn piece that he owns in China. Hmm. Now, I don't know, maybe he's got some knives now that are, that are made in America, but you know what? He doesn't make any folding knives in America. I don't think he makes anything in America. I think he makes everything in China. I don't in know. In Taiwan. I, I I mean honestly, I I don't think I have any of their knives. Like I know che- I don't. They're cheap. They're just cheap. Like I don't know. Well, I think I do. it's I think they're we'll cheap. Have to see we'll have to see what happens with uh with that. We'll follow along. The, the the chances are that, I mean, anybody looking at that is going to be like, what? And uh, <laughs> it's just going to go away. No, no, it, he won't. You don't understand the tenacity of this guy. 
Well, I don't know him, so I how can I? I that's what I'm, that's what I'm telling you. He, it's it's like he, he'll he'll do it. He'll see it all the way through hmm. until until somebody settles or or he loses. You know, I mean, it's going to be this would be this would be drawn out in years. Somehow hmm. or another, he's going to be he's trying to. You know, I mean, he's knocked off so many different knives over the years too. A lot of different uh, company knives that. Uh, that he's made exact copies of, you know. I mean, if you look at the Master Hunter series, and the uh, there was another one. Where the hell is it? The handle that's on that Recon Tanto and the uh, the Master Hunter series, and uh, they're they're literally Falkniven handles. Well, I mean, Fal- Falkniven makes good handles. <laughs> well, I know, but I mean, they're literally the same knockoff. I mean, there's the same, there's, I mean. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know enough about they're, it. They're, and, and, and you know, here's the deal. Most people in the knife industry, in the, most of the users in the knife industry have a hard time taking these guys serious. The survival people use them because they're inexpensive knives. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're. They're pretty inexpensive knives. Yeah, I mean, for for the in the grand scheme of things, um, so the, so the survival people like them. Uh, I I don't know. I mean, li- literally, I think everything everything that they that they make is uh, is is made in Japan nowadays. I guess you're good. Well, it looks like some of the Sandmine VG10 stuff is on back order. Um, that would be because it's made in Japan and. Uh, because like the Trailmaster Sanmai, I think is made in Japan, mm-hmm. and the the Trailmaster, I'm sure that those are those are not made here. I don't know. I I, I, I like to know, uh, you know, what what American made products that they're making. I mean, I, I don't see I don't see them sporting an American flag on anything. Mm. Oh, oh, and you can get sunglasses too from them, I guess. Cold steel? Yeah. Can you like uh, get kicked in the head by a boot full of meat and like suffer nothing? Yeah, must be. Huh. I'll have to get must, some. Must be. That's interesting. Yeah. Speaking speaking of which, I I am gonna actually invest in a good pair of uh, safety glasses because of all the knife stuff, but then also. Uh, I just signed up for a course in August to build the uh, Cobra, mm-hmm. and they require uh, safety glasses, and I don't think my usual glasses are going to qualify for that. So uh, I'm going to have to order some with a prescription in it because I don't want to. I want to be able to see. All right. so that's that's one of the main reasons I haven't you know gone whole hog about using safety goggles and shit. You you may have to get you may have to get frames and then go to your eye doctor and have them custom because some like it seems to me that Wiley X uh-huh. will only do that for active duty members uh, well, and then they they basically then say take the frames and take them somewhere and get them done. Okay, well but, here here's but um, that doesn't but that doesn't change the I mean you they grind them out of Lexan and 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 you know yeah well here's um. Here's the uh, here's an update to your information. There's a uh, website called rx-safety.com. 
Correct. And I have a uh, pair of uh, Wiley X bricks mm -hmm. with the matte frames pulled up mm -hmm. with my prescription lenses, uh, my prescription and the lenses I want mm -hmm. in, in my cart. Mm -hmm. So apparently you can order them over the interwebs. Well, right. But yeah. that won't be... Hang on a second. That won't be Wiley X doing it. No, Wiley X won't. But but <clears throat> Wiley X probably sends if they're going to do it for you and your and your in your military, they're not doing it. They don't make lenses like that. No. They would send oh, yeah, it to they, a lab. No, 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 no. Wiley X has their own lab. They will. They oh, do okay. it themselves. But they will not do it for like John Q. Public. Yeah, walk, well, so, you know, their lab is not that is not that. Yeah, uh, they, it's not big. I mean, why would they're 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 more in the frame business than they right. are in the lenses it, business? Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and as long as you have a, a decent lab, you're going to get the yep. same damn thing. So exactly, exactly. And actually, you can get transitional lenses if you wanted to, or you could get, which may or may not be what you were looking for. But I no, mean, I just get, I just want clear, clear lenses. And it, it's just going to be my dedicated pair of shop glasses, and I'm mm -hmm. just going to wear them from now on. Mm -hmm. um, I would get a pair that you can put that uh, um, that foam insert in, so that you can wear them as goggles too. Yeah, this this has that. Um, the brick comes with the uh, vented facial seal, mm -hmm. <laughs> so they are in effect goggles. Yeah, I love mine. Yeah. I love mine. Yeah, I used to have a pair of prescription sunglasses, but <coughs> they uh, went the way of all white buffalo. Which I'm I'm starting to get suspicious that my Sabenza may have went the way of all white buffalo as well. What? I have not been able to find it yet. Of course, we're we're about half unpacked, but the place hmm. where I thought I put it, it's not there. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Why, I wonder? Well, it has to be somewhere. It's just one of those things. You have to go th through every box, every drawer, and all this. And At some point, I get frustrated and just give up. <laughs> <laughs> well, it'll show. Yeah, I, uh, or later. Um, oh, I don't remember what I was going to say. Oh, you know, I, I took this ambush knife out, and I saw I was playing with it yesterday, and... Uh, Holy moly, what a nice knife that is. Yeah, looked yeah, like that, you were having fun. That is a um, uh, that is an impressive little piece. I mean, for for that size knife, I mean, it's only three and like three and three quarter inch blade. Uh huh. Um, Which is all you really need. Oh, exactly. And Unless it's, you're going to chop and all this nonsense. Yep, 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 yep. It's interesting. Yeah. Oh well. Hmm. Well, what else do you know, knife wise? Um. Mm, not a whole lot, actually. I things are starting to, you know, people coming back from Blade. I get multiple reports from the, the con conflicting reports about uh, the who's and what's and where's and why's. Um, I had heard that Schrade won a big award. Um, I, I'm not sure exactly what it was for. Not something it, it probably was import knife of the year or something like that. Hmm. Which um, 
I heard lots of people say that the, it was did not seem to be the foot traffic. I heard other people say that there was a lot of people there. You know, I, I don't know. I'm I, I didn't go because I had other stuff going on that weekend, and it was a, a, a major conflict. I couldn't get out of the one. Um, so I so I'm not really sure. Have you heard anything, one way or the other? Not really. People bought some stuff, but you know, other than that. <laughs> Have you heard anything from Lon? Uh, no, I, you know, I kind of, I don't know how he, what, how his show was or anything, whether he sold anything. But uh, I'm sure he sold something because it seems to me I saw a picture of it, hmm. of something that he sold, some stuff that he sold on 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 uh, one of the social medias. Hmm. But I don't know. I don't know what to think. How's Traverse City treating you? Oh, really good. Yeah. Been been busy. Yeah. Working my butt off, living the what dream. What was that? What was that Furby thing that you? Oh, took a yeah. Of it? There is so on my ride home. I most of my way home, I'm like driving by the shore of the lake because that's like where I live now. And there's this park that's uh, by the shore, and oh, there's this thing. Uh, wait till the wait till the beach volleyball season opens up and it gets really hot. Well, the people were hanging in hammocks yesterday, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. But they there was this uh, there's this thing where adults dress up in like big bad wolf costumes, big like plushy big bad wolf costumes, and they go to conventions and stuff dressed like that, and it's weird, and they're called furries. Well, there was a furry in the park, like That's rolling a, around on the gla- grass and stuff. Correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't that like a sexual? Thing? Uh, I I don't know enough about it. Like I I just know that like when an adult, when you see a freaking six foot tall, uh, adult, um, dressed up in a big bad wolf costume, like rolling around in the grass, that it's a little weird. I, I, one of my contractor buddies was doing some training somewhere and his whole team was, uh, in a hotel where they were having one of those conventions and it, Oh God. And, and, and they're, that's and they a were, bad combination. And they, they were called, they were, they're called furries, right? Yeah. Did you Google that? Uh, there was a story okay. that came on Facebook a while ago where like, they were in Chicago, and somebody set off, like, a chlorine gas thing, and they had to evacuate it, and all these furries were, like, standing around on the street. Do you remember that? Yeah, yep, yeah. yep. Well, I, I think that they are – I think that that's, it's a sexual thing. I think I, it's like a, like a fetish thing or, or – um, there's, there's something about that that is uh, – you know, like, I, I don't know if it's, if it's the – um, the only way that these people can get dates is to dress up in a costume with a no. Big that's head. not it. I think they just have a weird. I, I mean, I I don't know any furries. Like, I don't know what they're well, doing. Well, no, is. because like, you probably explain. You probably don't any, know any furries because uh, probably because it's their freaking sexual deviance. Well, let's. Or do you know sexual deviance? Is that in your repertoire? I have no idea. So the 
the the <laughs> Wikipedia has a entry that addresses that. I, I mean, I don't care enough to read it. I just know Here, that I'm not gonna like. Here's a uh, here's a I sent you a link. Oh yeah, the Vanity Fair article. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, who knows what what's going on? But it's weirdness. It, 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 in the in the middle of the day. Uh, a six-foot-tall man rolling around in the grass, like four feet from Highway 31, next, you know, in a strip of grass there, you know, in a full furry costume. Like, I was not expecting to see that. It's kind of disturbing. Yeah. Well, I, t- I told you, Traverse City has a dark underbelly. Well, and listen, <laughs> I don't care. Like... You know, it's none of my business what they want to do. Like, uh, I don't give a and, shit. Like, and and the naysayers are probably going to be bitching about the hammocks hanging from the trees. Huh? They're going to start. You probably start seeing that. It's like there'll be like people like protesting and. Well, there were a ton of them out there. Oh, I know, I know. And what'll happen is, what'll happen is, they're going to say they're damaging, they're hurting the trees. Huh. So we'll have to, we'll have to stop that. Well, I don't know how you are unless you're 500 oh. pounds, and even then, trees are pretty dang strong. Yeah, well, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> okay, so did you get this? Uh, did I send you this email uh, from? Um, uh, hang on a second. I got an email the other day from uh, Brian. Our friend Brian. Oh, okay. And uh, I got to I got to find it so I can read it. I thought I forwarded it to you, but I could I I might. No, I didn't get any. Okay, so it's it's pretty funny. Um, <clears throat> James Nolka is a cartoon character. <laughs> he said, uh, "This is what he says." Recently, in a fit of pure boredom, I decided to watch the classic Christmas movie, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Oh, yeah, Cornelius Jack. Yeah. (laughs) While watching the movie, I realized that James Noka was a spitting image of the man who outsmarted the snow monster of the North himself, the one and only Yukon Cornelius. From the fantastic mustache to the crazy winter hat or misbehaving dogs who do not follow commands and use the old military surplus gear... Yukon even carried an old revolver and a marble's ideal. There is no denying that James Noka is Yukon Cornelius. And then he sends two links. One of them is evidence number one is a is a clip of the movie, and the other one is evidence number two would be a photo of me in my French hat and a kind of a shitty beard. So... <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. Well, <laughs> yeah, well, there is a resemblance. It's funny. <laughs> and he's looking for gold, so I guess I'm looking for gold. So, what else is new? What what's what, what have you broken your new house yet? Uh, nothing, actually. Um, the house was built by the building instructor for Grand Traverse County. Mm-hmm. So, it's pretty bomb-proof. I don't know if you looked around at all. And mm-hmm. noticed some of the stuff that he's done, but like, there's really nothing wrong with the house, which is nice. Yep, you know he did a nice he did a nice job with it. Yeah. Yep, he did a nice job with it. Yeah. 
Well, I got nothing else. What else do you know? Mm. People trying to send me money. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the the email transfers that are uh, going around that are actually uh, um, viruses. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's see. What else is going on? We just had a hell of a rainstorm. Did you guys get any of that down there? Yeah, we. It's been raining like crazy. Although we had like a big thunder boomer storm coming through. I th- I don't know if it went down as far south as you, but <clears throat> yeah, it it came through here about zero uh, five, and uh, one of the dogs literally jumped up in the bed with us. <laughs> yeah, I was sleeping like I had no clue. I slept till like six. Ooh. Which is unusual for me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've got we've got mosquitoes that are just carrying us off up here. This is uh, unbelievable. There's none here. Thick, thick. I think you you know part of it might be you guys have a little bit of a wind all the time there. That might, yeah. That might slow them down a little bit. Yeah, I don't think they can because there's a breeze pretty much more or less constantly because I'm on the peninsula, and so there's no. Uh, yeah. You, you know what? Let me let me let me say this to you. Don't feel so special that you're on a peninsula. We're all on. <laughs> well, I know. <laughs> no, I meant like a real small one. Our whole our whole state is nothing but peninsulas. <laughs> right. Well, I I guess what I meant was like a small one. <laughs> yeah. That you can walk across like in about fifteen minutes or so. Oh yeah. Yep. But. Which actually would be kind of fun to do. If you want to do something really cool, get on your kayak. You have a kayak? Yeah, it's in my get garage. On ki- get on your kayak and paddle from your one park all the way to the Jolly Pumpkin. Oh, I'd have to go up and around the yes, tip correct. and down. Yes, correct. That'd take me all day. Oh, I bet you couldn't do it in a day. Say that again? I bet you you couldn't do it in a day. Oh, you're right. Because uh, I mean, that's a it's long, like that's a long way up. Yeah, because it's like ten miles to the to Mission Peninsula. Or Mission to, Point. Yeah, to Mission Point and like ten miles back. Yeah. Down to yeah. Pumpkin because the pumpkins like literally I can just walk out my back door and walk like a mile and I'm there. Yeah. Like so you, so you'd be so you'd be that'd be a that'd be a trip and a half. You'd be sleeping on your kayak on the beach somewhere. Well, I'd probably bring a hammock. the The trick would be to find a uh, to find. How far a can you? How far can you? Uh, how far can you go in in a uh, sea kayak in a day? Very comfortably, I could do ten miles. Yeah. Very, very comfortably. Um, I don't really have a sea kayak. I have like an old town, like I think it's eleven foot. Doesn't have a rudder. Is it an otter? Uh. It's a, no, it's I I don't remember the brand of it. It's not the otter because the otter is a real small one. Right. I have like uh, <clears throat> a, one that's real good for lakes and and rivers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a lot of just fun. not just not the ocean. That no, you're on now. no. <laughs> yeah, that's a uh, uh, that's a hell of a lake you got access to. Yep. Just walk down the road couple blocks and I'm there mm-hmm anyway yeah yeah so we need to start talking about glib you get your yeah. schedule figured out 
it's going to be, I know I can't do it uh, August 20th that weekend because that's when I'm going to my hoopty course. And I, I won't know, I, I mean, I'm literally not going to know until I know what the call schedule is, whether I can go or not. So, and listen, I've been working a week and a half. I'm not going to, like, start asking for, <laughs> you know, weekends off and crap. Mm-hmm. So maybe just plan it, and if I can what, make it, I'll make what do it. We, what, what do we do? We did it the first weekend. Yeah, it was like August 5th or something like that. Okay, listeners, email in. Uh, if you want to do the first weekend in August or the second weekend in August. Because obviously your weekend is, you know you're going to be out for that weekend. Well, I'm first, out the... First, the first weekend in August would be the, uh, actually... The first. Would be the first, second, would be 31st, 1st, and 2nd. The second weekend would be the 7th, 8th, and 9th. Yeah. Yeah, and that's so the, I don't and know. And that's the Polish festival, 7th, 8th, and 9th. Hmm. So, unless you've got some better dates, we're in June right now. We really need to start uh, getting some stuff ironed out. Yep. All right. Well, I got nothing else. All right. Bark River grinding next weekend. Next weekend. Yep. 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 Father's Day next weekend too. There was a. That was kind of a boo boo. I can't believe there's that many people that are going. <laughs> I because bet you Father, they didn't because notice. Father's Day is. Oh, I know it. That that was when it got planned. Nobody like looked in, at the calendar and said, "Ooh, this is this is not a good thing. This is Father's Day." Huh. And I'm supposed to be like going out on an expedition the following week, which I don't think is going to happen. Um, Boat drama. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? Who knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men? Right. The shadow knows. Well, all right. Anyway. Yeah, we'll talk to you soon, okay? Yep. Uh, we where can do, they find uh, us? Yes. Uh, email us at uh, podcast at knifejournal.com. Like us on Facebook at uh, Knife Journal Podcast. Like us or friend us at, uh, you can friend me on Facebook with James Noka or K.R. Versteeg. You can go to the to our website, uh, knifejournal.com. We have a forum there, not terribly active, but it's starting to pick up a little bit. And uh, that's, that's all I got. Okay. We'll talk to you soon. Everybody go outside and play. Yep, go outside and play and watch out for the mosquitoes. Yep, bye. Bye.